Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Enthusiast. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, Michael Fabiano unleashes his top 10 running back starts for the week. You won't believe which stars missed the cut. And Hollywood meets fantasy actor and fantasy enthusiast Jerry O'Connell joins us in studio to break down his fantasy team and all of Week 12's tough decisions. Plus, it's Friday, so we dish out our top sleeper picks for the week. The key to fantasy glory is just to click away. NFL Fantasy Live starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Matt Moneysmith here with the Hoff, the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always tweet the show at NFL Fantasy Fabs. It is the moment that you have been waiting for. Oh, You've been so sitting excited. on it for six, seven weeks. <laughs> Josh Gordon's return. Will he pick up where he left off come Sunday Versus the Falcons, are you starting him in all those leagues that you've been stashing him for the last eight weeks? I absolutely am because Josh Gordon was the number one wide receiver in fantasy football last year, and he looks explosive. If you read reports on his practice this week, he has been a blur. He's got a great matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. They've allowed the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks. This is why I've been sitting on him. It's actually been 12 weeks in some leagues. Yeesh. Josh Gordon has got to be back in your lineup. Yeah, you look at Albert Breer's Twitter feed and literally a blur. A blur. Uh, Josh Gordon, would you be more apt to trade him because of the unknown or hold on to him, start him for the playoff run? You know me. I'll you always make him. a trade. Yeah, always I've actually trade traded him. him in a couple of leagues already. Go. So, All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more starts and sits plus the highlights from Thursday night in just a minute. But for now, we throw it over to Marcus Grant and Adam Rank. Thank you, Money. We're here, as always, getting you caught up with all the news and notes from around the National Football League. 
Broncos Pro Bowl tight end Julius Thomas is officially listed as questionable for Sunday's game against the Miami Dolphins. Thomas is recovering from an ankle injury, while wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is listed as probable after suffering a concussion last week. So, Rank, who do you expect to step up if either one of these guys misses the game? Well, if you want to step into the danger zone, I'm going to look at Cody Latimer as a guy who could step up and kind of replace Manny Sanders, if he's unable to go, Jacob Tammy, of course, would be the next tight end up. So either one of those options. But I would prefer to have the starters. I appreciate you hitting the high note right there. That was uh, It was not good, though. It was special. It was... After being limited in practice on Wednesday, Texans running back Arian Foster set out practice on Thursday. Coach Bill O'Brien is calling Foster day-to-day as he deals with a groin injury that caused him to miss last week's game. If Foster can't go this week, how much do you like Alfred Blue against the Bengals? Oh, Freddie Ballou. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he was a fantastic pickup last week. I snuck him into a couple of uh, rosters of mine and uh, rode him to glory. So, yeah, you know, it's just a wait-and-see type of situation. If you got him, just hold on to him Sunday morning, be able to adjust and throw him into your lineup. So he's proven, though, when he's given the opportunity to exceed or succeed, he can do it. Either one. Either one of those. Which means more. Exceed, succeed, all of them. It also means all more. All the seeds. More, got them all. more Sunday morning stomach aches for Arian Foster. Just get up uh, early. Man, You're fine. Yeah, yeah just need to take care of it. <laughs> On the other side of the game there, Bengals running back Giovanni Bernard is listed as probable for the team's matchup with the Houston Texans on Sunday. Bernard missed the team's last three games due to a hip injury, but his return to practice this week, it's a good sign that he could suit up and play. Of course, Jeremy Hill has been playing very well lately, so which one of these two do you like a little bit more if they both suit up? There was a report on Bengals.com earlier this week that indicated that Jeremy Hill is still going to get a lot of opportunities to go out. And again, if this team starts to get a little bit of a lead and needs to pound the ball, the guy they can trust is Hill. So I expect him to still be a huge part of that offense, even heading into the season. We said he was going to take over those 200 touches that the law firm had left behind. So we always knew that Hill was going to have a, a, a spot on this roster and a spot on the game plan. Just now, I, I expect it to be a little bit bigger. If I got Giovanni Bernard, flex option only for me. It's been a big year for a couple of LSU running backs. Jeremy Hill, yes. Alfred Blue, both uh, playing like really it. well this year. They're going to absolutely. Uh-oh, Patriots fans, Bellatrix at it again. Just when you thought it was safe, now multiple reports are saying that Mr. 200 yards himself and four touchdowns, Jonas Gray was not allowed to practice Friday due to arriving late to the team facility. Patriots signed LeGarrette Blunt earlier this week, so with this recent news on Gray, how concerned are you, Rank, that he might be in Belichick's doghouse? Uh, what does it mean when LeGarrette Blunt is the good guy? Like, that's the guy we can count on. He's Mr. Reliable all of a sudden, or... Or, Marcus, is this just one big mind game? Maybe Jonas Gray didn't miss practice at all. He just wants people to think that. And this is Belichick just working the long con on all of us. And Jonas Gray will be back out there again for 200 yards and four touchdowns. Bill nope, Belichick. Probably not. Football Jedi. <laughs> He's the Decepticon. This is not the running back you're looking for. There you go. (laughs) Be sure to set your DVRs for our late airing of NFL Fantasy Live for all the latest injury news and updates for your roster. Rank and I will be here 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. For more now, we'll throw it back to Money and Fabs. All right, a Thursday nighter in wet Oakland, Alameda Coliseum. Here we go, Alex Smith, Derek Carr, the rookie, the best-looking rookie quarterback, as a matter of fact, of the 2014 draft class. Second possession, first and 10. Latavius Murray runs it in from 11 yards out for the touchdown. We talked about Murray on yesterday's NFL Fantasy Live as a player to watch. Boy, did he look good. Watch this. It's 7-0 Oakland. Goodbye. First same as the first, Murray 
90 yards to the end zone. 15 points on that play alone. A 23.2 point night. 14-0 Oakland later in the second. Third and three on the 22. Murray rushes up the middle. Takes a big, big shot here to the head. You see it right there. Uh, and that's that. Uh, he would fumble. The Raiders the would the recover. Game. Yeah, he went back for a concussion test, but did not return. And that's when Alex Smith started taking over. Third and one. Anthony Fasano, who was out last week with injury, because back this week. we all started Anthony Fasano. Yeah, exactly. How many people started Travis Kelsey? Uh, here we go. Chiefs to the 30. Hits Jamal Charles. And that's kind of nice when you're Alex Smith. Absolutely. Let Jamal Charles do the rest. Nine points on that play. Just over 18 in the uh, event, we'll call it. All tied up at 17, and there we what go. A great pass. Yeah, how about that? Into the forward, they were down. The Raiders, uh, 20 to 17. Carr, James Jones, nine-yard touchdown. Here's the oh. replay. Great route by James Jones. Beautiful. Double move on Ron Parker. That is Ron Parker, though, encapsulated. The guy gambles, gets you a lot of picks and big plays, but also gets burned on plays like that. Raiders get their first win of the season. Yay! <laughs> One and ten. Latavius Murray, your uh, big producing running back. If you started him, I know in the uh, one of the leagues I'm in, he was started, and uh, there was some colorful language being lobbed back and <laughs> forth uh, between the guy who was facing him and the gentleman that decided to put Latavius Murray. And it was Murray. a bad matchup to the Chiefs. They hadn't a lot of rushing touchdown all year. Right, not a single. You know, and I almost wonder, and, and maybe we'll get to this a little bit later, if there's carryover from what was a very physical matchup between the Chiefs and the Seahawks, those two thumping defenses going at it in Kansas City on Sunday on a short week out short there. Week. In, uh, in And not to mention, as a road team. So you lose mm -hmm. a day of practice, you're coming off a physical matchup, now you got to go on the road to Oakland. That's set up very well for the Raiders. But the big story of the night, besides the Raiders getting their first win, was Latavius Murray. Right. Over 100 yards on the ground, 23 fantasy points in just four carries because of the 90-yard touchdown run. Now, he did leave the game with a, with a concussion. He was concussed. So is he at the top of the waiver wire targets now, Fab? He's going to be. And, in fact, I told people to pick him up last week because you started to see him see more touches. And it's not like he's got superstars ahead of him in Oakland. Darren McFadden passed his prime. Maurice Jones-Drew way past his prime. As much as and we look love him. at what he did, exactly, because he's a fantasy owner. Look at what Murray did in four carries. Now, of course, that's not going to happen every single week, but the talent is there. The upside is there. And the Raiders aren't going anywhere, despite the fact that they won the game. Why not play this kid the rest of the season and see what you have? That's the key. No question, because you do have talent in the draft at the running back position. Why not see if perhaps exactly. you have it solved with Latavius Murray? Let's flip it over to the losing side. Jamal Charles, he found a way to stay hot. Racked up just over 18 fantasy points. No news there. Jamal Charles, again, slides in the draft, and he ends up being perhaps the number one back when it's all said Remember at the beginning of the year when he had the ankle injury? Yep. We were all worried about him, and all of a sudden, Jamal Charles has turned it on. 16-plus fantasy points in five of his last six games. It's a return to 2013, Money. He's looked great, and of course, he is the number one and honestly the only offensive weapon in Kansas City that you can trust both on the field and from a fantasy perspective. Now, uh, you're going to start Charles. We know that, obviously. I, I just want to go back to Latavius Murray for a second as I'm watching Charles do his damage. Sure. His playoff schedule, Fabs, is the Rams, the 49ers, and the Bills. Yeah. Let's say he gives you one more good one. In the postseason, can you trust Latavius Murray? Is that someone you could put in your lineup if he shows you a stretch here for two, three games? Only if the Raiders give him the lion's share of the carries over the next few weeks. Even okay. against those teams? As a flex. As a flex. I'm not going right. RB1 or two. Uh, let's go to the tight end position. Always thin 
always hard to navigate. Not that bad for Travis Kelsey. Four catches, Mm -hmm. 67 yards on five targets, 6.7 points at the tight end position. I think a lot of people sign up for that. It's not bad if you're in a PPR league. He gave you double-digit fantasy points, but you mentioned it. The tight end position is thin, and it's maddening this year. Unless you have someone like Jimmy Graham or Rob Gronkowski, you are really playing the matchups every week. And Travis Kelsey is no more than a matchup-based starter. He is not a guy I'm starting week in and week out with a lot of confidence, number one, because the Chiefs' pass attack is is pretty pedestrian. Let's put it that way. That offense is all about Jamal Charles. And number two, he just hasn't been consistent this year. The one thing that that is uh, a positive for Travis Kelsey, you mentioned the Chiefs' passing attack, no touchdowns to wide receivers. Imagine that. A lot of touchdowns to running backs and tight ends. And even though it was Anthony Fasano last night, for whatever reason, Alex Smith doesn't have wide receiver targets when it comes to throwing touchdowns, but he does at the tight end position. So, like you said, moving forward, because it's such a thin position, perhaps Kelsey. And and look, with the trade deadline also, you know. Today. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that needs to be settled with Travis It really hurt that the Chiefs whiffed on John Baldwin so bad because their wide receiver core – is, is maybe the worst in the league besides Dwayne Bow. Yeah, not to mention uh, banged up as well. Now, Derek Carr has not done a whole lot in fantasy, but we saw it go back to the first of the year. James Jones seemed to be his favorite wide receiver red zone target. How about him as a flex start? He is a guy that you can pick up off the waiver wire and use when the matchup is favorable. But again, inconsistency. That's a problem with all of the Raiders, not just James Jones. But Derek Carr... Dynasty leagues, oh yeah, man, no question. he has got upside. Looks like they definitely Major found their, uh, their quarterback of the it future. It could be, yeah. All right, coming up on NFL Fantasy Live with LeGarrette Blunt back with the Pats. Can you really trust starting Jonas Gray this week? What about Trent Richardson? Find out during our rapid-fire player, player comparison showdown. And later, you won't want to miss our top 10 QB rankings. See which star signal callers our experts say you need to bench this weekend. Time now for player comparisons presented by SAP. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money Smith here with Adam Rank and Marcus Grant. Guys, uh, we are going to put some of these scenarios we are getting most asked about on social media head-to-head. See who the better start is this week. According to each of you, our experts, we always put a minute on the clock. We rip through as many as we can. So here we go. One minute. First scenario, Colin Kaepernick versus the Redskins or Phillip Rivers versus the Rams. I'm going to stick with Rivers. I vowed after I benched him against Seattle in week two of the season that I would never bench him again, so I'm going to give him at least one more opportunity, even though he struggled a little bit. I'm going to go with Kaepernick just because Washington's defense is a mess, and I think Cap runs a little bit more this week. All right, let's go uh, Cutler versus the Bucks. Romo versus the Giants, Marcus. I'm going to go with Cutler. He thinks he stays hot after last week, especially against that bad Bucks defense. I'll go Cutler. All right, uh, C.J. Anderson to the running back position versus the Dolphins or Denard Robinson versus the Colts. Ooh, man. I, you know, I'm going to go with C.J. Anderson. I feel he's going to end up being that number one running back, and I've been wanting it since August, so I might as well stick with it. Well, am, well. I, am I the guy to stick up for Duval this week? Listen, I am. I'm going, I'm going shoelace. They know in Duval that I love them. They know that. I'm going, I'm going shoelace. Yeah, here. averaging almost six yards per carry. Trey Mason uh, versus the Chargers, another one of your favorites, Rank, or Jonas Gray versus the Lions. Marcus, you I'm, started. I'm going Trey Mason. I just think there's nobody there to take touches away from him. Though. Yeah, Trey Mason's yeah. getting the full workload. I assume that's how LeGarrette Blunt signing impacts that. A little well. bit. Plus the game uh, plan against Detroit. They're going to throw the ball a lot, which means a lot of Shane Vereen. I know they uh, rang the bell, but whatever. Uh, Rashad Jennings, <laughs> Cowboys, Trent Richardson. 
Jaguars. That's easy, though, right? Shot. I mean, come on. It's, it's Let's be exactly. And, uh, see, I could have adhered to the bell. All right, uh, <laughs> fantasy fans, if you're not sure which players to start each week, examine the player comparison tool with insights from SAP. It's exclusive only at NFL.com for you, the fantasy user. It researches recent performances and matchups to help you decide whom to start and sit. Put it into practice today by visiting NFL.com slash fantasy. Okay, weather will be impacting games across the slate this weekend. We've already seen the snow devastation in Buffalo force the game to Detroit at Ford Field. So for Week 12's weather forecast, here's Jim Kosick from KCTV, Kansas City. Well, all the talk and the buzz is around Buffalo, guys, but we have yet another storm system and a mighty one at that that's developing over the Plains states. This one is primarily rain, though. It's beginning to take shape already but it's going to tag team with this little feature coming away from the desert southwest. More on that in just a little bit. Meanwhile, Buffalo just hammered, especially south and east of the city, where we still, even at this hour, have some snow showers. Isn't it enough? And the picture outside of Ralph Wilson is no picnic, that's for sure. I'm all about snow, but this is just salt into the wound. These street signs, parking lot signs, go up to about seven feet. Check out the drifts over here. Yamahama. Good call on moving this to Ford Field on a Monday night. Dry inside, of course, but if you're going to the game, it's windy and chilly. Now, back to that plain storm system. Whew, a soaker, to say the least, for Bears Bucks. And factor in the wind and the chill. Backside, we'll have a little bit of wet weather for the Vikings, but not nearly as much. More in terms of wind than anything else for Denver, Miami. And it's cold here as well. Seattle gets soaking wet and maybe toward the tail end of the game in East Rutherford. So the problem that I have with the weather and the play that we're going to see, we're bringing warm weather teams, Bucks, Cards, Finns, into cold weather locales. Doesn't make sense when it comes to weather. And that's all I got for Week 12, guys. Thank you, Jim. Uh, well, as he mentioned, the Jets-Bills game has been moved to Detroit due to weather in Buffalo. It's going to be played at Ford Field Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. So who does the move benefit from a fantasy perspective, individual players? I like the idea of Sammy Watkins playing indoors, getting a chance to run on that fast track there at Ford Field. So Sammy Watkins, he was somebody I was down on a little bit because I thought the weather was going to impact him. like him a lot more now. I, I think they go for a lot of the receivers. I like Percy Harvin as well. I think they get him out there. They can give him the end around or whatever they're going to do. And I think it, the speed being on, on the indoor field helps him a lot. So maybe two receivers that would have been on your bench now inserted into a flex position? Yep, easily. So. All right, there we go. Still to come, Michael Fabiano reveals his top ten running back starts for the week. So you didn't make the cut, and who will claim the throne at number one? Plus, actor Jerry O'Connell, he's here. We're going to talk with a hardcore fantasy fan about his NFL.com Celebrity League matchup with actor Jerry Ferreira. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Oh, what a treat. You know him from the classic films and television shows like Stand By Me, Jerry Maguire, Sliders, from the NFL.com Celebrity Fantasy Football League. It's Jerry O'Connell. What an honor to be here. Best show on television, guys. Well, that's, Hands uh, down. You uh, talk you're, about... you're patronizing us. No, I'm not. You talk about <laughs> the fine. only thing I'm interested in for about 14 weeks a year right here. So I think it's an honor to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you. It's our pleasure. Uh, you are in the Celebrity League at uh, NFL.com. Here we go. Uh, Fabs, maybe you can help walk us through this because you're the uh, celebrity in here as well. This is what's going on, huh? I'm not uh, the celebrity in the standings right now. I've got to beat Molly Burnett this week to get into the playoffs. So 
Uh, this is a big week for me, but Mr. O'Connell over here is on a little bit of a winning streak. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I have like five in a row. I mean, I'm just uh, uh, Odell Beckham. Big pickup for me. Okay. Um, a trade I made with uh, Fabs. Right oh, we're going to get to that in a minute. We're going to get to that in a minute. Who do you got this week? Um, oh, I have uh, Jerry Ferreira of, oh, wow. uh, of uh, Entourage fame. Uh, also uh, of uh, West Hollywood fame. He lives right there in the hood. I he love does. him. Uh, gosh, I think I'm going to get this week. I mean... Let's Ryan see. over Brady. Know. I like Ryan. That's a great matchup this week in the Dome. LaShawn McCoy is going to ball this week, too. Are he, you going to call Now, here's the thing. Are you going to call him and let him know that Le'Veon Bell's on a bye this week? Um, no, I'm going to. No. Uh, Good, <laughs> Good for you. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, wow, there's me uh, very happy after a victory right there. <laughs> good looking uh, head of hair right there. Looking good. And Is Tony, that your Hall of Fame jacket that you're wearing? I noticed that's um, a shade of gold. Yeah, no, I'm in the, I'm in the Fantasy Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> there we go. Uh, there you go. Why is, um, why is Brian Hoyer on your team? Um. You know what? Have I, you ever have you ever put him in your lineup? I, I have a weird. I, I think one week when Matt Ryan had a uh, bye week, I, I have a weird a weird infatuation with the Browns. Uh, I, yes. I, I I pick up Hawkins in a lot of my other leagues. Um, I just love the Browns. I have uh, I have for years now. I'm not from <laughs> Cleveland. I know a couple of people from right. Cleveland. They're just uh, you like the underdog. I, I just like to watch them as a team. I mean, I don't know if it's like a dog pound thing. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I can't explain it. I don't know Strong why. Strong connection to the Cuyahoga or Lake Erie. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. A Bernie Kosar infatuation. It's, uh, it's uh, weird. Um, you know, and sometimes he is golden, uh, Brian Hoyer. And some of his receivers are, like, sort of fun to pick up. I mean, as oh, yeah, I mentioned. Josh Gordon just came back. Uh, Josh Gordon is coming back. Um, a couple weeks ago, I played uh, T. Gabriel. Taylor, Taylor Gabriel. Gabriel yeah. in, um, in one of my other leagues. And, um. But, you know, sometimes, Mr. You're Hoyer, not going to start him over Ryan, though. I, I, I'm not going to start right. him over you Ryan. You can let him go. Um, I, I, I could do that. I, I just don't think like... anyone's going to pick him up. <laughs> he'll, he'll, be, he'll be there waiting for <laughs> no. him. He'll, he'll be fine. i got to keep him safe. Yeah. i got to keep him protected. Uh, let's <laughs> go with the bench. draft. Let's go with the draft, O'Connell. So you're, uh, you're drafting. You want that value pick of all your selections. you got Antonio Brown in the third round. Is that the big right. one for you? That's the big one for me. That is, the, uh, that is really the big one. And I know it's the big one because I can't tell you how many trades people are trying to make with me <laughs> for Antonio Brown. And I can't let him go. I mean, he's actually – not only is he a great fantasy player, he's so fun to watch. I so look forward to those Steelers games just to watch this – just monster of athleticism just do his thing week in and week out he's on a bye week this week but i i I think you know thank goodness for my pickup of odell and uh deandre hopkins is somebody i picked up i think in week two as well i uh you know that that waiver wire i've just been uh i've had the magic touch this season the wizard of the waiver wire a ppr league too so brown is even better dominating um, how about the guy you picked up off waivers? You just mentioned it. Uh, he plays for your beloved G-men, the, uh, the New York football giants, straight right. out of LSU, the rookie Odell Beckham. Right. Um, just he's the real deal. I mean, he's everything that, uh, that, that people claimed he would be. You know, um, I made actually a trade very early in the season uh, with uh, a second-year player uh, with uh, oh, Fabiano. Yeah. I'll let him talk about that. Maybe, yeah, uh, <laughs> that was the worst trade in the history of fantasy football. Um, but uh, Odell just, you know, I let him play one week, and then I picked him up again off – off the uh, waivers, he's uh, he, uh, and also electric to watch. I mean, make, uh, giving me a good excuse to watch the Giants this season did you when pick, there aren't many excuses. Did there. you pick him up because uh, he was electric and, and you liked what you saw at LSU? Or did you pick him up because he was a Giant? Um, 
A little bit because he's a giant, okay. and yeah, I am from New York. Little um, column A, little column B. But also, um, I, you know, I, I, I don't just pick people up. I, I let them have a week, and I let them breathe. And um, right. he, uh, it's like he, wine, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like a fine wine. You open it up, you let, uh, you let it the breathe, carafe, then right? You just uh, take a little sip. But uh, he's been a lot of fun to have on a team. You know, I'm also I'm someone who I like to pick people up uh, who I'm going to watch. Right. Um, I like to, you know, watch those players. I, you know, I don't want to offend... For example, uh, maybe players in the Tennessee Titans, but they're just not an exciting team to watch this you, season. You picked up Denard Robinson, and everybody uh, loves to watch the Jags. Challenging um, you know, that I, I, I do have to say, I have Bortles in a couple of my other leagues. Sometimes the Jags receiving core. I did draft uh, Cecil Shorts this season, which has always been a mistake every year. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Shorts, but you just haven't proven yourself to me Glad year in, year out. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I like to draft and, and, and pick people up who I'm going to watch them on Sunday. Them shoelace is fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I guess that works, right? You're See, not watching yeah. the Jags. You're watching your player, uh, Shoelace, there. Uh, well, all think right. about that. Two great waiver wire claims for you, Shoelace and Beckham. That has <clears> been, in part, what's gotten you on this winning streak. Well, You've got to catch Greenfield, that though. You and, can't uh, let him win. That is something else got you on this win streak here. Uh, a trade. Let's, uh, a let's trade get to I a trade with, you made about With uh, your fantasy expert let's here. Give on it this to panel. us. Give us the dirt here, O'Connell. Um, we, uh, um, uh, Fabs was really hammering me hard uh, to really? make. Uh, yeah. To make, make two trades this okay. We did make this two season. Trades. Let's get them. Um, well, uh, I, I, I picked up Jimmy Graham. Let's just put it that way. And he's now, um, he's now on uh, uh, for Arian Foster, who had a couple of. He's been awesome. I don't know he, why this is listen, such a one-sided trade in your guys' well, Everybody mind. knows Arian Foster gets uh, hurt. I mean, well, you really got over on shock? him. Yeah. It wasn't even that he gets hurt. Some, so he, he usually has amazing weeks, but he had a couple of off weeks, and nothing upsets me more than losing because Arian Foster... Uh, injured himself. You also in the have first to remember quarter. too that trade was when Jimmy Graham was banged up and he hadn't been producing, and I was just sick of having him on my team. And he wasn't really uh, that. He wasn't really that good last week. He's taken away from you, Jerry. Jerry, there was a good. You know what you need to do? Go pick up Freddie Blue, and then you have Alfred Blue. No, and then you get the best of both. You get you get the best of both. Get get Alfred Blue on your team. Does he have the best of both worlds? Um, I. I, uh, I do want to say the first weekend that I did make that trade, Arian Foster had like three touchdowns. It was great. Was yeah. like, it was great. You know, uh, I mean, you're you're in a bad place when you're watching a game hoping someone doesn't score because they're not on your team. That's a very I'm negative glad, way to live yeah. your I'm life. I'm glad you were rooting for me, my friend. <laughs> the old schadenfreude. All right. Just a uh, reminder that you can always keep tabs on Jerry and the other stars in our Celebrity Fantasy Football League at NFL.com slash NFL Celeb League. Jerry's going to stick around. Give us some sleepers. Uh, you're going to go, I believe, dumpster diving is oh, what man, you like to call it. This is so fun. I'm so going to go dumpster diving. This. It's All bi right. week blues. Everyone's having a lot of problems plugging in a wide receiver here or running back there. I have a couple of ideas that I'm not guaranteeing success, but they might score you close to 10 points. It's not just guaranteed. Lane, is it? Guaranteed. We do it every day on this show. <laughs> when NFL Fantasy Live returns, it's do or die time if you want to make the fantasy playoffs, so you don't want to miss our top QB starts for week 12. This is the one and only NFL Fantasy Live. Best show on TV. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, Adam Rank gives out his likes and dislikes for the week. Will your lineup get the green light or the thumbs down of shame? Plus, we got some super sleepers that are sure to give your Week 12 lineup a boost. See which players our experts say are ready to rise up and score some big-time points. Plus, Mike Evans and Jordan Matthews have been lighting up the fantasy scoreboard, but are they must-starts this weekend? Stick around to find out. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. 
we go. Your top 10 quarterback starts. Aggregate from our expert projections at NFL.com. Andrew Luck, why not? Number one, right? Number one uh, scoring player in all of fantasy. Aaron Rodgers been awful hot. You see Russell Wilson just outside that top 10. Matt Ryan with a good matchup inside the dome with that depleted Cleveland Brown defense down at number 12 in our starts 17, I should say 11 through 20 with 17 right there. Alex Smith pretty much right on our projection pretty good of game. what we thought it was going to be yesterday. Yeah, Derek Carr, and how about that? And he was lousy in the first half and came on in the second yeah, half. Yeah, Jamal Charles helps. A little bit. Just give him the ball and watch him go, as we mentioned uh, a little bit earlier today. We welcome you back to NFL Fantasy Live. Money here with uh, Marcus Grant and the Hoff, Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always tweet us at NFL Fantasy. We saw the QB board. Let's get into some QB starts that we really like this week. Fabs, why don't you start us out? Tony Romo. I'm not saying this because I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not a Cowboys homer. Well, maybe I am a little bit. But look at Romo's numbers against the New York Giants. 14 touchdown passes in his last five games in, I guess it would be New Jersey. He had 21.6 fantasy points earlier this year against the G-Men. And the Giants have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks in the last four weeks. You know what this all means, Money? What does it mean? Start Tony Romo. There you go. Marcus, uh, he's starting Tony Romo. You are starting? I am starting Colin Kaepernick. I know he has been up and down this year. Numbers aren't quite what a lot of people had expected of him. But you see that there, one interception in the last six games. He's taking care of the football. And he has found a connection with Anquan Bolden recently. Yes, there was a big long pass to Michael Crabtree. That was fantastic. But you look at this Washington defense, that whole team is in disarray right now. There's a lot going on there. None of it is good. I think Kaepernick finds his receivers. I think he gets out of the pocket and he runs a little more this week, which is he hasn't been doing that a lot this season. I think you see it a lot more this week. Fabs, I know you and I are on opposite sides of this one. I yes, like Russell sir. Wilson. Uh, I just love how much he's running it. I love what Daryl Bevel is doing with him on that option with Marshawn Lynch. It is a very good run defense in Arizona. I should say up in Seattle, Arizona will be playing, which means you're going to see a lot of this in order to get that rush game going with the targets that he has to use at his disposal, all the injuries at the tight end position. You see Luke Wilson there, Lockett and Baldwin. It's just not there. They're going to have to run the ball. This is a huge game for the Seattle Seahawks who are in the Sixth spot right now in the NFC. Need to win this one. They'll do it on the ground. You know me. I'm all about the numbers. In yep. two home games against Arizona in his career, 256 passing yards, two touchdowns, two picks. And that's not an average. That's combined. Yeah. And his strength is running with the football. Cardinal strength. Stopping, Stopping the, run. the run. But that's, you know, running backs as opposed to what Russell Wilson can do, and that is ad-lib and really put a lot of pressure on defenses. If they want to win, that's what they're going to have to do. We'll see what yeah, happens, we'll see. Money. If you want more of our QB starts for Week 12, be sure to visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for free. We'll dish out more guys that have to be in your lineup this week exclusively for you, the NFL Now viewers. Let's talk about the wide receiver position now. Gentlemen, Mike Evans has five touchdowns in the last three games. Must start versus the Bears. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. The Bears are one of the worst defenses in the league. And when you look at what Evans has done right now, it's I'm not going to compare him to Jerry Rice, but his numbers are pretty Rice-esque. Let's just put it that way. 100-plus receiving yards, a touchdown in three straight games. He's the first rookie in the history of the NFL to do that since Randy Moss, and that was back in 1998. I had Randall Cunningham on my fantasy team in 98, by the way. Wow. Randall, Ma- Randy Moss and Cunningham, they made sweet music together, just like Josh McCown and Mike Evans are doing. It's a shock because these rookie wide receivers 
are absolutely going off this year. But, Marcus, what is it? It's the year of the rookie wide receiver. And that's why you start Mike Evans. Well, and I think what the thing about Mike Evans, too, is that they're not asking him to do a lot of complicated things, run down the field, jump really high, we'll throw you the football. Yeah, mm. big body, too. Sim- I mean, simple. that's, you know, as fast as he runs, as he, you know, we had him on earlier, remember, and he said it's the big body. You know, I mean, you just don't have safeties, especially that Bears secondary yes. does not have the personnel in order to contend with that kind of size-speed combo. Uh, to Jordan Matthews who has been crushing it since Mark Sanchez took over as the quarterback for the Eagles. Do you still like him this weekend versus the Titans? I do like him this weekend just because he, the way he plays, because he lines up inside as a slot receiver, he can line up outside as a wideout. He does so many different things. And this is a guy that I like as a deep sleeper coming into the season. He really has come alive, as you mentioned, Money, with Mark Sanchez at the quarterback position. He's another big-body guy, maybe not as big as, as a Mike Evans, but a big-body guy with good hands. And we see so many of these little short passes like that that work as extended handoffs. I just want my receiver to get his hands on the football and let him work after that, and the Eagles are finding ways to get Jordan Matthews involved. Start for you, Fabs. No question about it. Lately, he has been dynamite. He's right there with Mike Evans. Again, the year of the, the rookie, rookie wideout. Well, you know, we knew, it was a good class. Uh, we knew it was a good class coming in, and hey, they finally delivered. All right, mm-hmm. uh, here you go. A look at the top ten wide receiver starts at NFL.com. Thomas at the top going against a very good Miami secondary, though not to mention you also have uh, Jordy up against Minnesota there, the outdoors, the uh, the freezing cold of Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Des Bryant, here's your 11 through 20. There you see Mike Evans just outside. I don't think any of us would be surprised if that number 11 crept into the top five yet again this week. All right, for more now, let's throw it over to Adam Rank. Thanks, Money. Every week I give the thumbs up or the dreaded thumbs down on everything from around the world, like Survivor Series, the NCAA football playoffs, and Dwight Howard. But right now, let's take some time for some fantasy football. My first like of the week, Jay Cutler. I know, I know. If this was a movie right now, the majority of you would be yelling at the screen saying, no, Rank, don't do it. Although I surmise some of you sadists would be happy to see me meet my fantasy demise. But I do like Cutler this week because of the matchup. The Bucs have been very generous to opposing quarterbacks, even more so on the road. So feel confident with Cutler, who has scored at least 21 fantasy points in four of his last six. I'm going to go thumbs down on Ryan Tannehill. And I don't like to do it either. RT has been pretty consistent since Coach Joe Philbin threatened to bench him weeks ago. Since that time, he's been a nice streaming option, but I'm going to pass on him this week. He was limited in practice on Wednesday because of a shoulder injury. He's got an angry opponent in the cold of Investville. You saw the weather report, so seek out other options. Guys like Josh McCown could be very good for you. Let's move on to Duval County for my next like, Denard Robinson. He's got the Colts this week. You might remember them as the team torched by Jonas Gray on Sunday night. Now, I wouldn't expect four touchdowns from Shoelace because, well, I'm not a crazy person, but he's been pretty fantastic over the last month. He scored double-digit fantasy points in his last four games, and he's averaged more than five rushing yards per attempt in his last five. So go ahead and start him. And my final dislike of the week is Andre Ellington. Man, the Colts are walking right into a trap in Seattle. Take evasive actions. Green group, stick close to holding section MV7 or something like that. Did you not see my Star Wars socks earlier? Look. The Seahawks are desperate for a win. Money was just talking about this. And we're going to see the best defensive effort from a team that's pretty good at home. So if possible, I would leave Andre Ellington on the bench. And now let's take a look at more of my likes and dislikes. Russell Wilson, the money was just talking about. Isaiah Crowell, we'll have a little bit more on him later on in the show. John Brown, I like him because diminutive receivers have given the Seahawks fit. You know what, though? I see Jason Witten there. Can we change? I'm sorry. I can't, I can't have Jason Witten on the like side. It doesn't. There it is. Okay, that, this feels 
This feels better. This feels right. Martellus Bennett, I do think he's going to get loose against that Tampa Bay defense. They give up a lot of receiving yards to everybody, so go ahead and start him. I feel confident. This is probably the last time that I'll really trust Bennett, but he'll be pretty good this week. And for more of this, go ahead and go to NFL.com slash like, dislike. Stick around because Fantasy Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano brings you his top running back starts of the week. Will your back break the top ten? Find out next. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here with Fantasy Hall of Famer. I need the jib a little bit higher. With NFL Now, never miss another game highlight ever. Subscribe today and you'll get instant game highlights on all your devices. Download the NFL Now app today. Learn more at NFL.com slash now. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here with the Hoff, the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Fabs, time to talk about your top 10 running back starts for the week. Let's start at number 10. Let's start at number 10 and Rashad Jennings, a guy who came back last week, didn't put up great numbers from a fantasy perspective. I put him at number one. How dare I? Well, I do like him in the top 10, but maybe not number one. Bust it. So do I have to tap and then tap it over? Got it. Got it. All right. Boy. With NFL Now, never miss another game highlight ever. Subscribe today and you'll get instant game highlights on all your devices. Download the NFL Now app today. Learn more at NFL.com slash now. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here with the Hoff, the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Fabs, time to talk top 10 running back starts for the week. Let's get it going. Number 10, what are we doing? Let's go with the G-Men and Rashad Jennings. Jennings came back last week, didn't have a huge game, but look at the numbers the Cowboys are putting up against running backs lately. It's not been good. The last time we saw Dallas was in London, and Denard Robinson was running all over them. So I'm expecting Jennings to have a very strong game from a fantasy perspective on Sunday night football money. All right, uh, Rashad Jennings, number 10. Number 9, we're doing what? Uh, I don't know because the prompter is blank. Yeah.
With NFL Now, never miss another game highlight ever. Subscribe today and you'll get instant game highlights on all your devices. Download the NFL Now app today. Learn more at NFL.com slash now. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here with the Hoff Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Fabs, time to talk about the top 10 running back starts for the week, according to you. According to me. Who's number 10? Rashad Jennings. And he came back last week and did not put up a good total for no. your fantasy football team. But the Cowboys, you look at what they've done against running backs lately, they have been very generous. The last time we saw Dallas was in London, and Denard Robinson was running all over them. The Cowboys have allowed the sixth most fantasy points to running backs in the last four weeks. So on Sunday Night Football, I expect Jennings to have a very solid game. Yeah, love it. The fresh legs shake off the rust last week. This week is Get him in there. points. All right, number nine. Justin Forsett, Mr. who is Consistent. probably – the best waiver wire pickup in fantasy football this year. He has been a double-digit points machine. He's been very consistent, and I like the matchup this week on Monday Night Football against the Saints. The Saints have given up an average of over 146 rushing yards in their last three games. So I expect Forsett to put up a very nice stat line on Monday. You got Drew Brees, you got Steve Smith Sr., Forsett, and Mark Ingram going to come out of there with the most Just points. Just like thought? we predicted. <laughs> exactly. Who would have thought? All right, number eight, what do we got? I'm going with Marshawn Lynch here, okay. and typically he's in my top five, but this is a bad matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Lynch is still an elite running back both on the field and in fantasy land, so he is number eight. But, again, you may want to temper your expectations because that Cardinals defense, very stingy yeah. and, you know, against the run. It's something we saw last night, too. Even though Jamal Charles got his touchdown, those two teams, the Seahawks and the Chiefs, beat the snot out of one yeah, another did. last week. And you certainly saw a little bit of a residual effect, especially on that defense. All right, number seven. Uh, this is your boy right here. Yeah, my guy. We're going with Mark Ingram As soon as you right said now. it, I knew it was my guy. Exactly. Here we go, Mark Ingram. The matchup isn't great. The Ravens have been pretty good against the run this year, but – Ingram has been so productive, and he's a volume play. He gets goal line looks. We know that Kyrie Robinson's still banged up. Pierre Thomas might come back this week, but I see him as more of a pass-catching threat than a running threat. Ingram's got to be in your starting lineup, even against the Ravens. Yeah, the uh, lack of a double-digit game was the aberration, not the norm like it was last year for Mike Ingram. All right, let's go to number six. Eddie Lacy. Do you remember earlier this year, everyone was freaking out about Eddie Lacy. Oh, he's a bum. I drafted him in the first round. He's not doing anything. Well, guess what? Eddie Lacy now has 11-plus fantasy points in six of his last seven games. He has four rushing touchdowns in his career against the Minnesota Vikings. This one here, a no-brainer. Eddie Lacy will put up a very nice number for your fantasy football team. Yeah, the dominating passing attack of the Packers helps Lacy out. They get up by three touchdowns, and he piles up all those points in the second half. And the Vikings are lousy against the run. I see the top five, and I see LaShawn McCoy is still on the board, Fabs. Is this the week? That's where we're putting him. I'm going to make a promise right now. LaShawn McCoy will have his best fantasy game this week against the Tennessee Titans. If you look at this run defense money, they have been Awful. This is like Swiss cheese. Le- Le'Veon Bell last week went through this Tennessee Titans defense like it wasn't even there. They've given up 11 rushing touchdowns to running backs. They've allowed the most rushing yards to running backs. LaShawn McCoy will have his breakout game this week. I would, you know, Swiss cheese can be kind of hard. You know, I would think maybe like a cheese but whiz, see, it's something got a little all softer. those holes oh, in it, and holes. you just you go through those. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. To number four. I've got to explain Swiss cheese to you. Everything, you know. What do I know? What do we got at number four? Matt Forte. Matt Forte is a guy 
who has been one of the elite running backs in fantasy football this season. And, of course, he is a must-start across the board from a fantasy football perspective. The matchup this week, you know what? It's one of those games where the matchup doesn't matter. Tampa Bay, not good against the run, but Forte is so good. You give me the 85 Bears, I'm playing Matt Forte. But you don't want to play him in PPR leagues. He's terrible in those, right? All right, to number three. I don't know what you're talking about, money. Arian Foster was number three. Now keep tabs on his status because Arian Foster is likely to be a game-time decision. But if he plays against the Bengals, he is an absolute no-brainer, a must-start across the board. The Bengals have been awful against the run this year. Remember a few weeks ago, they gave up three 10-point performances to running backs against the Cleveland Browns. So, again, check your status over the weekend. If Foster plays for the Texans, he clearly plays for you. Yeah, and uh, you sure this isn't just going back to our, our last segment with Jerry O'Connell? You're a little upset about the trade conversation. He got Jimmy Graham from you, and Listen, you're, trying to, you're, you're putting yeah, Arian Foster again, in there. Again, Jimmy Graham was really great last week. Okay, let's go here. Oh, number boy, two. look at that. Who's number two? Jamal Charles. All right, well, Jamal Charles played on Thursday night, so he's not here. That's all right. We'll skip over him. He had a pretty nice night, He though, had a right? very nice night. Double-digit fantasy points again yep. for Jamal Charles, a guy who earlier this year had struggled, had the ankle injury. Now it's like it's 2013 yeah. all over again. Jamal's been great. And as bad as road teams are on Thursday night football, Jamal Charles, too good. He, he can put break up that a trend. good number. Absolutely. All right, number one. Do we have timpanies or anything like that, a drum roll? What do we got? DeMarco Murray. There we go. You ask and you shall receive. DeMarco Murray is going number one because of a great matchup this week against the New York Giants. Listen, the Giants have struggled against the run all season long. They've allowed the most fantasy points to running backs this year. They're allowing an average of 145 rushing yards to running backs. This is one of those games where DeMarco should lead you to a victory. I'm expecting 20-plus fantasy points from D. Murray against the G-Men. I'm just saying O'Connell clowned you in that trade. All right, here we go with Ben Tate out of the picture in Cleveland. Which Browns running back will blow up? In Week 12, we talk West Crowell and many more Week 12 sleepers when NFL Fantasy Live returns. See, Swiss cheese has the holes, money. Didn't know that. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Before we bid the farewell, here is a look at our aggregate rankings for the tight end position. You know, it just seems like it's the same three guys at the top every single. That's because it is the same three guys at the top every single week. It is time now for Sunday Gems presented by, gentlemen, every kiss begins with hey. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, here with all the dudes and our special guest today, actor Jerry O'Connell. We are talking about some Week 12 sleepers to help your rosters out. Marcus, why don't you get us started? I'm going to start with Kendall Wright. I know we we were big on him at the start of the season. He kind of fell by the wayside midway through the year, but he's back this week. We saw him kind of connect with Zach Mettenberger, easy for me to say, (laughs) uh, last week against the Steelers. And I think this week he's got a really good matchup. So this is one of those times where I know he's been a disappointment, but if you're looking for a flex spot, why not take a chance on Kendall Wright? All All right, your Sunday gem rank. I'm going to go with Dan Heron. Anytime there, anytime... Anytime Trent Richardson is the number one running back anywhere, I immediately look to see who the number two guy is. So I like Boom Heron. I think he's a pretty good option. He was somebody that we saw in the preseason. 
thought a lot of them thought he could have some potential there, but he had two veterans ahead of him, so he wasn't going to get much of an opportunity. But this week, he's going up against my boys in Duval County. I don't like the root against the Jags and anything like that, but I do like this. I do like this kid, so I'll make an exception here. All right, we're keeping it at the running back position with your Sunday gem, Fabs. Isaiah Carell, someone I was trying to pick up in every league on Sunday during our show last week. He looks like the starter now, although there's Shanahanigans going on there. It could be Terrence West, but I think Crowell is going to be the guy this week, and I think he'll be the guy who sees goal line work. Ben Tate is no longer in the mix, and Atlanta, money, they stink against the run. Really bad. And the Browns run it uh, nearly more than any other franchise in all of the National Football League. All right, a couple years ago, you nailed Chris Durham uh, when you went dumpster diving there, Jerry O'Connell. Highlight of my career right there. He, uh, we call them sleepers. You should walk off. You, uh, you call them dumpster – well, you call it dumpster diving. So let's talk about your three for this week. Uh, you are diving for – why don't you get us started with Lorenzo Taliaferro of the Ravens? Um, you know what? Sometimes he gets touches. Uh, he just does. You know, I'm, By the way, this dumpster diving, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but with these uh, bye weeks – Guarantee it, Jerry. Guarantee it. With these bye weeks, you have holes that need plugging, and – He's, he's had a couple of strong games this season, and uh, and it's sort of fun to watch. And he does get those goal line touches. Good Monday enough for us. Game. To the, uh, the wide receiver position out there. Well, you said it earlier. You love the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, I, I got to say, uh, wait, who did I pick here? Oh, Taylor, what's Gabriel. Yeah, what's Taylor Gabriel. It was uh, Taylor Gabriel. You know, he had a great game a couple weekends ago. Last weekend, he scored almost 10 points in a, in a bunch of leagues. He's... Um, He's just getting touches. You know, I'm uh, like, I think we still have to give uh, Gordon one week to sort of get get used to everything. And I think a lot of people will be watching this game. And T. Gabes is uh, is a strong pickup. Love that. Look, you got to every position no, like covered for the people. You did your running back. Now you got your wide receiver. Let's go to the tight end position. You like Jacob Tammy. I do like Jacob Tammy. Um, you know, I love me some Julius, but I think he's still nursing an ankle. He had about, he was targeted, I'm going to guess, like 10 times last weekend. Um, Good guess. I think he's, I, I think he's, <laughs> we'll check uh, the math on that later. Yeah, um, don't quote me on that, um, but uh, he's, uh, he's a strong pickup, and also it's, it's, it's fun to watch the uh, Broncos. It's, uh, it's uh, an, an excuse to watch them. I'll be out in Denver doing that game, actually, against the Dolphins on uh, Sunday. All right. I've been waiting for a while for this, Jerry. Um, I know you were a uh, junior oh, Olympian. You didn't even go. Whoa. So uh, I'm just asking oh, you right getting, now. It's getting hot in her. Et vous prêt pour un assault? Oh, this is offensive. I think. <laughs> Jonesy. I, I, I don't know if we should De be seven. talking about this on the, uh, on the NFL Network. De but, uh, I, was, I fenced in college, which is Get not... Uh, He's been popping off about how much you're going to hit me with your, with your baguette. Get him. And to pray for un assault. Okay, pray allez. That's French. Pray allez. Get him. Oh. I'm going to oh. knock your glasses oh. off, man. Oh. 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 That's going to do it I'll for us today here. Uh, we'll see you Sunday get morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 that's called oh, oh, right 11.30 there. Eastern on NFL Now and the NFL Red Zone oh, channel. Oh, with all the, hey, all of a sudden, that, that guy on the Vikings, who's that receiver? That Charles, Charles Johnson. Johnson. Charles Johnson. Oh, 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 all of it leading up to uh, kickoff. Yeah, all the late. Oh, no. This is a loaded bag. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> Charles Johnson, Coach Jennings, and uh, one other receiver. Uh, Cornell is, Patterson. Is, is, is yeah, he's not, it's not good. good. Baguette for everybody. All right. Oh, whoa, that looks- you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. 